Welcome, everybody, to Wednesday edition of Texans All Access from the Hyundai Texans Radio Studio. I am your host, John Harris, and we have, if you've been following us social media, you know what we're doing in our next segment, and hopefully you've been following along at home and have figured this all out. But we've got a Wednesday night draft for you that I think is going to be really, really fun based on free agents that are out there. I set spending limits. The gang's going to come in here and draft, and I'm just hoping that DP will stay to her $18 budget. She texted at some point and said, 18, that's all we get is 18. Yes, DP, $18. We all get $18. So we all have to deal. Later in the show, the In the Lab crew will stop by, talk a little bit about the combine, and we will talk to Mark about the combine here in a second, but a little bit of Texans news to kick off the show, and that is Brandon Dunn is back. He signed a deal today. Saw him with he and his family just outside of my office upstairs. So really excited that he is back in the fold. Does anything and everything. Charter member of LPC. DJ Dunny is one of the best dudes in that locker room and won a heck of a play out in the field. So really, really glad that he is going to be here for the next three years. That's what his contract, I believe, is. Uh, I think that's what sources have said his contract is. We don't have those terms. We just get the official notice that he is a Texan moving forward, and that is great stuff today from Brandon Dunn. So that all done, let's get to the voice of the Texans, Mark Vandermeer. Mark, how you doing? Johnny, I'm psyched, and I know we're shooting that draft thing, so the bright lights are on here in the yep. studio. It makes me feel like it's uh, we're on prime time tonight. Well, I mean, you are sticking around for it, right? You are yeah, sticking I'll around. do it. Okay. I'll do it. No, I'm, I'm ready. I'm excited. I've got 18 bucks to spend on free agents, you do. which which is not a lot of cap room in the NFL world, but for us, that's our entire cap. No, and I know a lot of people, we'll get into more specifics uh, when we get to the Wednesday night draft, but I, you've seen these on on the Twitters and out on the, the Instagrams and things of the like, well, Facebook, it's, it's I'm sure. All-time NBA starting fives, right? Like, you have 15 sort of bucks, and that, this, guy's, yeah. this guy's 10 bucks, right. this guy's 5 bucks, this guy's 2 bucks. So I, I increased it. To, I, I went from $1 to 15 and so I took the free agents that made sense for the Texans, yep. which was basically pretty much every position but offensive tackle, quarterback, and inside linebacker. Uh, we'll all draft three rounds of free agents, but with a budget. So we will do that in our next segment. But right now, I want to talk about the combine, and I saw this article, and I want, I want to get your thoughts on some of the Ooh. things that are changing. Kalen Kaler said, and the title of this is, Changes Are Coming to the Combine, and the Bench Press May Be Killed Next. Now, killed. For those that, that don't know, the last probably, what, three, four years? Yep. They have made the Bench Press open to the public. Right. Which is pretty interesting. If, if you've ever been there, I mean, the public sits in the chairs on one side, and then a bunch of scouts and such watch on the other side. And it's kind of interesting because the fans start cheering for these guys, and you can tell they sort of feel it. You know, they're in a, in a competitive environment. So it's kind of interesting. But the whole premise of that is that the combine is significantly changing. And the biggest change, Mark, is that the workouts, the on-the-field workouts are moving to prime time. Mm -hmm. You think it's a smart move? Well, I've always advocated for this. You know this. Yeah. I've, I've said on these airwaves for years that – so many of these workouts, not necessarily everything, because with all due respect, offensive linemen, 
don't yeah. need to be working out in prime time. These are not interesting <laughs> workouts, right? Now, the bench press well, is another you, thing. Maybe not. I, I don't think the, the general bench, public. Yeah. The general public. Yeah. Now, I've always thought the forty-yard dash for the fast guys, the yeah. DBs and the wide receivers, and maybe some running backs, those should be in prime time. Yes. And you should call it the forties. Have a little, a little cursive logo, beautiful three D graphics, the forties. And you know what? That's compelling stuff to watch. It really is. People yeah. love watching guys run fast and who ran faster, and it, and it goes by so quickly, and it's one after another. I think it's actually, you know, relatively, I'm not going to say it's better television than Game of Thrones or than NFL football in the fall, but it's relatively this time of year. It's pretty decent television, yeah. and some of these are names you know. It's not like... It's not like the college basketball draft, Johnny, as you yeah. know, where you don't know a lot of these guys coming into the draft. You might know three names, the casual right. sports fan. In the NFL, or college draft, you do know a lot of these college players, and it's fun to watch them operate. So I think doing that, doing some of the other quarterback drills, I think those will be good in prime time on NFL Network. It's a long time coming. I think it upsets the routine, the working routine yeah. in Indy, as you know. Yeah. I mean, they usually do the interviews at night, and I don't know what time they're usually done. Well, but, you know, a lot of guys like to go out and sort of this is where the agents talk, and, yep. you know, this is where coaches mingle and get to know each other. And are we going to see our, our buddy with the table at our favorite restaurant oh, yeah. who holds uh, court? Andy Reed's agent. Yeah, yeah. He, he holds court every night there. I don't know. We'll see. Well, they might have more time because that's one of the biggest changes to the combine. Mm-hmm. In the past, you could have 60 interviews. Right. Now you can only have 45. Oh, They've so limited the number. They've capped the interviews. And yeah, the, the guy who runs the Combine, I think his name is David Foster, uh, said, yeah, most teams weren't using 60 anyways. I'm like, what teams weren't using 60? Yeah. If I had 60, I'm taking 60. Even if you spend five minutes with a guy, you have something. Right. right? You, got, you have yeah. a sense of a person. Right, exactly. So 60 formal interviews. Now, mm-hmm. that doesn't stop you from... You know, walking over, doing kind of a, a walk and talk with a prospect wherever. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a prospect meet you, but a formal, you go to room 321, that's where the Saints are interview. Yeah. They've cut those from 60 to 45. I got to say, though, I, I do get it to a certain extent. That's a lot of interviews. That's a lot of conversations. The burnout level has to be severe. This oh, is I a major it's... work environment, yeah. and it's just, you know, the, the kids are going through a lot, too, because yeah. – the, if you interview with a team, that's not your only interview. You yeah. might interview with fifteen of. I don't know what they what they cap it per player, but right. the physicals they, they don't all cap have to, it per player. They you don't can go. Cap. You can go to all thirty. So so a, so you're you're looking at Joe Burrow talking to potentially. Yeah, if, if the Patriots teams. want to talk to Joe Burrow. Yeah. If the Patriots want to burn one of the forty-five on Joe Burrow, you never they know. I mean, with the way trades are these these days, it, especially. Absolutely, that's why some of these teams do it. That's right. why some of them do it. If they feel like really good about 35 to 40 guys, those last five might be, hey, we're going to interview such and such. We have no chance of getting this guy, but mm-hmm. he might go to Jacksonville. Yeah. Let's learn a little bit about this guy. Right. Let's, and get a, let's learn a little bit about this guy. And I, I, Bill O'Brien I told us down the road, free agents, you've met them before, no some doubt. of these guys. You've spent Absolutely. time with them coming out of college. You saw how they developed. And, and I've talked to you know every Texans GM about this mm-hmm. over time. They evaluate, okay, we had this guy pegged as a second rounder. He actually went in the third to somebody else. How did he do in his career? Were we right? Were we wrong? They have to grade themselves. 
their accuracy in being able to tell how a guy does. You know, not only the players they pick, but everybody else picks. And to see how their career career tracker, you know, you cannot get enough information about these guys. I guess you get, this is just me thinking this, you might get analysis paralysis after a while, but the more the merrier. I mean, you do have to have as much information as possible. Well, here's another one. Speaking of of information, this was going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. David Foster, I said, uh, is the... Uh, head of the Combine. He's the director mm-hmm. of the Combine. He's done it since 2005. He says the Combine has never made as many changes to the on-field workouts as they will have going into this year. He said roughly eight or nine position-specific drills have been cut from the workouts and replaced with the same number of new drills. He said the Combine committee decided to add timing to some existing drills. One of my favorite drills, and I, and I hear some people talk about it and they don't understand it. Part, part of it, it makes coaches mad because when you what's, – what's the first thing you do after they catch the ball? You coach flag footballers. What do you do? Catch the ball, then you – Run. Or you tuck you it. You tuck it, right? Catch right. it, tuck it. I mean, that, it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Well, when you run that gauntlet, you catch it, drop, catch, drop, catch, drop. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're now putting the clock on the gauntlet. Oh. So if you haven't seen the gauntlet before – the receiver starts on one side, he catches a pass, he turns, he catches another pass, and then he runs down the line. Catches one from one side, catches one from the other side, he goes all the way down the line, and then the last one he catches and he bursts up the field. They're now putting the clock on that. That's one example. The other one is the, the W drill for a defensive back, and you've seen him do it, where a defensive back will backpedal, then he'll go forward, then he'll mm-hmm. backpedal, and then he'll go forward. And when you look at it, if you look at it from above, it looks like a, a W. Right. Because of the way that you're angling. It does look like a W, so they call it the W drill. Those drills are going to be timed, and the time is going to be put up on NFL Network as a broadcast. All right, so that that makes it measurable to the average viewer. How did this player do versus that player? So I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, there's going to be some different ones for offensive linemen. Uh, You know, the one that they (laughs) – what I always always love, but I've always questioned it, is the mirror (laughs) drill. Where an offensive lineman will get in his pass, his his pass protection stance, and then another lineman will just kind of go back and forth, right? And he'll kind of go one way and then stop, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. you know, that mirror drill. And I'm like, why does that that drill doesn't even really make sense using two offensive linemen? I know <laughs> because you're never going to go against a guy quite like that. So they're they're changing that, but I'm just they want to see them move, they want to see them interact. Yeah. I'm just curious how the teams, and of course, Foster was saying he's heard from all 32 teams about these changes, and I'm just curious how the teams are going to take to these changes that have have been added to the combine and what they will feel like going forward. We don't really know. I mean, they could say whatever they want to say, these yeah. teams, but we don't really know how much stock they put into some of these right. drills. I mean, right. you, you've said it, and, and everybody says this. Right. You better count on the film more than you count on this stuff. You know, working out in underwear, the Underwear Olympics, as Bill O'Brien says, or even pro days, which can be totally scripted and set up and rehearsed. You know, you could rehearse everything in your pro day. Now we're going to do this, now we're going to do that, now we're going to go deep. And, you know, remember the Vince Young pro day was fantastic. The Johnny Manziel pro day was a spectacle. It was a spectacle. Must-see TV. It was unbelievable. It was absolutely unbelievable. I just think it's all part of the process, and it's just another way to spend time with these players. And I think that's really the key, you know. And, you know, we've seen Devlin down there on the field coaching yep. the old linemen at the Pro Bowl or, or organizing them, I mean, a combine. combine. 
um, organizing them. And I think that doing that kind of stuff, man, you're right there with these guys. Yeah. You know, you're spending some time. And that's not going to tell you everything you need to know about a player, but every little tiny bit of information you get has to help, especially when it's when it's face-to-face type yeah. information. And I think what will help you more is if you have competitive situations. Hey, this drill isn't just to complete it. This drill is to complete it and perform better than the guy next to you and see how the players react to it. I'm, I'm really curious well, as to how this this is going to go forward. Competition is king. It's, if you uh, no coach doubt. men in anything, boys, men, whatever, Absolutely. I've been told by people who coach both boys and girls that when you're, and this is stereotyping, I guess, but by and large, when you're coaching girls, they will, fundamentals, they want to be coached. They'll obey right. the, the coaching or, or take to the coaching and do a really great job learning the fundamentals along the way. Whereas a lot of boys, it's like if you don't make it competitive, they're not interested. Yeah. They lose their they their attention span yep. is much less. Just forget about it. They can't multitask. Yeah, they can't multitask. Men that's are true. always accused of not being able to multitask as well as women. Well, that's true. That's that probably is, that true. Is true. Anyway, Mark, what are we doing? You're sticking around because we got eighteen dollars okay. to spend, and we will do that with our Wednesday night draft next on Texans All Access. Welcome back to Wednesday edition of Texans All Access from the 100 Texans Radio Studio. I'm your host, John Harrison. It's time for Wednesday Night Draft. Yay. Studio audience. That our the gang is here. Drew Doherty, Mark Vandermeer, Mm -hmm. DP Sidhu. Everybody doing okay? DP, we're doing all right? I'm super excited about this, Johnny. You are because I I love Wednesday draft night, but I love when money's involved. The money is involved. I feel like this is this is my jam right here, what we're about to do. Okay, let's let's explain what we are doing tonight. Now this is Something that builds a little bit off what you've probably seen out there on the Twitters or the Instagrams or whatever, where you have a certain dollar number mm-hmm. that you have to spend, and then you have to pick from certain categories. So you have to spend $15, so you can't pick everybody from the $5 category. you got to spread them out. I love doing things like that. And I thought, well, you know what? Let's do it for the class of 2020 free agents. Good. I'm giving you three extra dollars. You have $18 to spend we mm-hmm. have three rounds mm-hmm. now you do not have to pick three players oh so you can use all 18 dollars on one person well, the highest dollar amount mm-hmm. is at 15 dollars yep. two players at 15 dollars mm-hmm. and it goes all the way down to a handful of trio players for a dollar mm-hmm. so you can pick three players you don't have to use all 18 dollars mm-hmm uh, or you can be like my son, Jack, who will probably try to negotiate for another couple of dollars at some point along the way. He would never use less than $18. But you have $18. I'm with you Jack. have three players. I have set this list. If people ask, well, where'd you get the list from? I set the list. I looked at all the unrestricted free agents, and I made a list based on ones that made sense for the Texans. I did not put guys like Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, right. those kind of players, because we're not going to go sign a quarterback in free agency. I have another question, though. I did not put any offensive tackles on here because I figured with Titus Howard and Larry Tunsil, right. we're probably okay with offensive tackles. So, so we're shopping for the Texans. But we're shopping I, for the Texans. Can I just reveal some of the players you have for what dollar well, amount? that's what I was going to do. Oh, well, I just wanted to say right right off the bat that these dollar amounts that you've assigned yes. to these players, like I have assigned $9 for A.J. Green, Amari Cooper, Melvin Gordon, and Dante Fowler, mm-hmm. Do you think that that's where they fall? That's the deal they I, ultimately get relative to an eighteen dollar max salary cap when you have fifteen dollars, Chris Jones and Byron Jones? No, but I just tried to make it relative to if well, take for instance, if it's eighteen dollars we have to spend, mm-hmm. and say you're going to sign Melvin Gordon, right? Okay, 
So my thought was that let's just take the Melvin Gordon uh, that Bill Barnwell put out five years at 50 million. Yep. So his cap hit is probably somewhere maybe 11, 12 million the first year. Mm -hmm. That's of the amount of money you're probably going to have to spend for the Texans because presumably if you have to sign Zach Cunningham, Larry Tunsil, and Deshaun uh, Watson, you're not going to have the $60 million or whatever is reported now. So what I tried to do was say that this player would take up this percentage of your cap. Gotcha. That's the way I sort of looked right. at this. So we have eighteen dollars. So you get eighteen bucks. Mm-hmm. You've got three rounds. Okay. Players range, and just to give people a flavor for what I and how I rank some of these players, the two top players I have at fifteen dollars each are Chris Jones, a defensive end who probably will get franchised in Kansas City, but don't he's worry out about there right that. now. All right. And Byron Jones, the mm-hmm. corner, the Cowboys. Either one of those two guys inserted for the Texans, a rock star immediately. That's why they're fifteen bucks. At $13, Yannick Ngakwe, the Jags, Eric Armstead, just a step below because there's probably, in my estimation, there's just a little bit of a chink in the armor, if you will. It's gotcha. Not totally uh, without We dance. understand. We understand. And then it goes to $11, Shaq Barrett, Matt Judon, $10, Derek Henry, Brandon Sheriff, $9, A.J. Green, Amari Cooper, Melvin Gordon, Dante Fowler Jr., and it goes on. There are two Texans on this list, so we can – Vote amongst ourselves. Should we or should we not? Drew, Resign them. Mm. We don't have to if we don't want to. Do you yeah, want- you can keep them on the okay. list. Sure. Yeah, sure. The list. Keep them yeah. on the list. Okay, we'll keep them on the list. So it goes from $15 all the way down to $1. And I, being the former math teacher mm-hmm. and Deepy as my assistant, <laughs> because she's an engineer, Differential equations. we will absolutely we will keep track of your money as we go. Gotcha. So, so since y'all are overspent. keeping track of the money, can I go first then? You want to go first? What? 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 In you the want draft. to go this way? I'm going I'm to use a pen, Johnny. Yes. Oh, okay. Get the pen. Get the pen. And, uh, all right, so Drew, you draft first. So Drew will go first. All right, we'll no go No snake way. draft. I was going to go this way, but since Drew wants to go first. Drew, you better Drew, you get the guy. first pick in our Wednesday night draft. Who do you choose? And for I how want, much money? I want more sacks. I want okay. more sacks than the Texans uh, had okay. in 2019. Mm-hmm. And so for that, I'm going to a guy that, the Texans have no chance at signing because he's not going anywhere. But in this world, this fantasy world that we're going to live in, I know what you're doing. We're going. I'm spending eleven dollars on yeah. Shaq Barrett. Took I knew you were going to do this. Took my Nineteen guy. and a half sacks last year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's put him out there. Let's team him up with JJ. Let's yep. team him up with Whitney Merciless. Let's get some sacks because that's going to make your secondary better. Whoever the hell is back there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Shaq Barrett at eleven dollars. Drew, you have seven to spend, which does. Leave you some options. I like the $6 category, if I'm being honest. I think there is some pretty good value in the $6 category. Oh, there's value below that, too. Yeah, there's there's a lot of value on this list, I think. And that's kind of why I set it up this way. My pick. I have have three choices, $18. You do not have to pick your high-dollar guy right off the bat. Right. No, I'm going to pick this guy. I'm going to pick Chris Harris, Broncos Corner. Okay? Even though he's on the wrong side of 30, I will still take it for $8 on your list here. Okay. I think that's good value. Okay. Um, and by the way, I don't want to be the one to tell DJ Reader that you said he would cost $7 to re-sign. Yeah. I don't think he would understand <laughs> if you worded it to him that way, so no. I'm not going to do that. But I hope people understand why yeah, put it's that the, at... It's for this game. Right. Yeah. A- absolutely. So I, I think uh, Chris Harris for 8 bucks. I thought that was a pretty good value when I put it out there. Mm-hmm. I felt pretty good about... Yeah. I still have 10 bucks, baby. That's and this was... I was kind of rapid-fire doing this, but mm-hmm. as a player would pop in my head, I would look at it and go, okay, what's right about this player? What's wrong? Well, obviously, right. what's right about Chris Harris. He's been so good for so long, but he's on the other end of 30. 
I think somebody's going to overpay for him. I think, it, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, but uh, this is the Wednesday night draft. I'm know, not doing a real draft. No, I, I mean, a real free agent signing. I here. know. I know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, is it an option for the Texans? Sure. Go ahead. Mark paid eight bucks for it. Yep. That moves us to DP. So Shaq Barrett taking the very first pick at 11 bucks. Mark then takes Chris Harris Jr. of the Broncos for eight bucks. DP, you are on the clock. So when my mom used to give me money to go shopping, yeah. uh, <laughs> when I needed to, to interview for jobs my senior year out of Purdue, she gave me $100 yeah. and said, buy yourself some business clothes. And my best friend, Rania, <laughs> she was also graduating from mechanical engineering. Her yes. mom gave her $100. Yes. Now, guess how many outfits I got and guess how many outfits Rania got. For hundred dollars. For a hundred bucks, I would say you this got. This is in the mid nineties. You got. I, I'd, I'd you, got you got one shoe for a hundred dollars. <laughs> I'd say you got. You got sixty six percent of one outfit. And <laughs> I don't know Rania. You're but, not wrong. And I don't know Rania, but I'm guessing she is the opposite end of the spectrum, and she got like six outfits. Rania got six pieces. She got three business suits okay. dress from a place called Dress Barn. Yeah. Um, they were not colors I would have picked. I uh-huh. got myself a black suit from the Limited for about $100. Mm-hmm. And then my mom said, what about shoes? And I said, <laughs> oh, oops. Oh, So yeah. she had to give me more money for shoes. So, so I wouldn't recommend yeah. that. I'm but assuming I did, there's I did, a lesson in this. I wore, that, I wore that suit everywhere and uh-huh. I was offered a lot of jobs. Right. Ron, you got you went with too. the little black suit. I went with the black suit, and so I wore okay. it for many years after. Right, so so anyway, what does that have to do so with this? Your so black, anyway, your black suit? <laughs> My black suit was Shaq Barrett, oh, Drew. Okay. Because I want a lot of, I want nineteen and a half sacks too, but I'm gonna stay in the same price point All right. because I feel like I've budgeted my money such that I'm gonna go Matt Judon, Ravens outside linebacker, nine and a half sacks is nothing to sneeze at. It's a good yep. pick. He played all sixteen games and mm-hmm. got. Four, I'll take the four forced fumbles it's as well. Pick. Good pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I was gonna take him. I think that's really good. Okay, you guys have taken eleven, eleven, and eight dollars. I'm actually gonna go less than any of you with my first round pick. And I knew when I put this down here, I was sort of sandbagging a little bit because I knew this was the guy that I wanted. And at seven dollars, I'm gonna take the corner from the Panthers, James Bradbury. You rigged this thing. <laughs> you all right? There's a, like a little poison pill in here. <laughs> No, I DJ Reader is not going to be happy that you use your mm-hmm. seven bucks on yep. James. Hey, Bradbury. I still have I still have eleven bucks. I still can get DJ Reader, and no, you're going to blow up my spot. So watch it, <laughs> DP. Okay. I, I just think Bradbury, younger corner, long corner, guy that you can play against uh, any number of different receivers. Thought he had a good year in Carolina. I just mm-hmm. think Carolina, as as I talked to numerous NFL people at the Senior Bowl, with the hiring of Matt Rule, giving him a seven year contract, there is a really, I mean. The, the thought is that they're blowing it up big time. And that could include Christian McCaffrey as well, not wanting to pay a running back. But I just think you can get James Bradbury out of the open market. And at $7, I'm going to go ahead and do that and get another corner to add. And now I've got Conley, Lonnie Johnson, James mm-hmm. Bradbury. I'm as long and as uh, big as I could possibly be Okay, at corner. I like your secondary, John. Yeah. And I'd, I'd like to improve the secondary, too. Okay, go ahead. But I still love sacks. Like sacks. I want more sacks. Because sacks that's, on sacks. That's going to make your secondary better. So, for five dollars, which is I think a pretty bargain basement price, doing. I'm going to mm-hmm. go with Jordan Phillips from the Bills. Ooh. Mm. I'm going to rob from that nasty defense. I think it's going to help us in the AFC. But I'm going to add to the defensive line. I'm going to put them on there. I'm just, I'm just, I just want waves of sack masters. Okay. Waves of guys that are going to put pressure on the quarterback. Right. I don't care whether these guys are three, four, or four, three guys. 
Yeah. Interior pass I think Anthony rusher. Weaver is going to make it work, so give me Jordan Phillips, please. Interior pass rusher. Okay. He had so nine and a half last year. That gives you Shaq Barrett $11, Jordan Phillips at five. You've spent 16. Drew, you have two. If you're just tuning in, we have our Wednesday night draft. We have the $18 budget to sign free agents for the Texans. And Drew let us off with Shaq Barrett for 11 bucks. He then drafted Jordan Phillips for five. He has $2 left. Mark, who will draft next, drafted Chris uh, Harris at eight bucks. DB drafted Matt Judon for eleven, and I drafted James Bradbury, the corner from Carolina, for seven. Mark, you mm. are up. I'll take uh, Robbie Anderson, Jets wide receiver, for six dollars. And I, I know what everybody's thinking. What? Okay. I know what everybody's thinking, but I think I need um, I need some. It's not insurance, even. This is uh, remember how surprised everybody was when the Texans made the deal that included Kenny Stills and how right. important he was. I think Robbie Anderson makes plays, and at six dollars, he's a deal. Has okay. any of your so we? This is your second pick. Have mm. we taken any of your your guys? That you yeah, you took guys? my first pick. You had. So everybody we all had wanted Shaq. Okay. All right, good. Mm-hmm. All right, I feel better. I did not, but. That, that's fine. But Johnny knows something about his past. Or, you know, <laughs> when he was in a college dorm, he didn't give up the PlayStation control quickly enough. He's a and that player. just yeah. drops him off the table. <laughs> but, you know, here's, yeah, know here's the thing about way, Sha- Shaq Barrett. I was reading that he wants to stay in Florida because no state income tax. Yeah, that's, that's smart. Which was going to be my argument for but bringing him here. Texas, baby. Yes. Oh, exactly. And I put the caveat out there. He's not leaving. Like, they don't, yeah, they don't want him to leave. No, There's no don't. chance he's leaving. But, but I think the no state income tax. But we're playing $18 John Harris yes. draft. And yes. Texans defense. Yes. So okay. easy. All right, DP, you are up. Oh. You drafted Matt yes. Judon uh-huh. for $11 to help the pass rush. And, again, these are free agents that we're going to sign, given a particular budget that we're going to bring to the Texans for our Wednesday night draft. So $11 for Matt Judon. You got $7 left. DP, where are you going? Actually, I was going to say that I think my black dress is probably Byron Jones because that's who I initially wanted, but then I saw he was $15. Yeah, that's yeah, – that's, And I was like, I don't have any money left over. So I uh, – so You'd okay. you have to borrow from the rest I of us <laughs> I would still need the shoes. All right, after Matt Judon, I'm going to go secondary. I'm going to, for $4, take Eli Apple – because I think that when he went to the Saints, he's turned things around. He tied for first with two interceptions, nine passes defense, one forced fumble, 52 tackles. I liked his stats in just 10 games with the Saints, and I feel like whatever issues he had with the Giants, they mm-hmm. remedy themselves by moving to a new location. So I feel like we get a clean slate with Eli Apple, and I'm taking him for $4. I like it. I like it. Very How much well do you have done. left over now? So DP has eleven and four. She has three dollars left. $3 Mark, left. you have four dollars left. I have four. Drew has two, and I have eleven. With your second pick, you select. I select Steelers outside linebacker Bud Dupree. Mm. He was on. My so I'm staying in my seven dollar category, and getting Bud Dupree. I for the get it. Oh, it's Vic Beasley who you don't. Uh, never mind. Yeah, Vic, I, I was here's gonna, the thing about Vic Beasley. I was going to take him, but nobody, I Nobody can draft Vic Beasley at this point. So he, here's my thought about Vic Beasley. He's, I think, a good pass rusher. I don't think he's a great pass rusher. He's a good pass rusher. But he's too light to hold the edge and, okay. and play the run. So I, I think that's where he kind of got lost against the Falcons a couple of years ago in 2016. They got a lot of leads. Mm-hmm. And because they had a lot of leads, teams were throwing the ball. Well, that plays right into his hands. He ends up with 15 sacks because teams got to throw the ball. Well, when teams started getting leads on the Falcons, now they're running the ball and doing it significantly well. Right. Uh, he's not going to be on the field as much. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that that hurt him a little bit. Okay. 
Eighteen dollars to spend. Drew, you have spent sixteen on Shaq Barrett for eleven. Mm-hmm. Jordan Phillips for five. I gotta get you, a de- I gotta get a defensive back now because the Texans need some depth. Yeah. You, no, you just need more sacks, Drew. Let's just keep going sacks. Nah. You're in the two dollar or one dollar category. I'm just gonna go with a two dollar. I'm gonna spend it all on a guy <laughs> I have no zero about other than the, you said he had a dislocated <laughs> kneecap. Yeah. Uh, I dislocated my kneecap when I was younger and I got over it and I'm fine now. So I'm gonna go with Mackenzie Alexander. To uh, add some depth to the second, I mean, you don't, don't play NFL he's, football. That's a though. solid I don't know if he's argument. Any good, but um, mm. tell me about Mackenzie Alexander. He was he, had, he was he was worth two, and Kevin Johnson was worth one, and right. he's on this list. So I thought, yeah, Kevin's worth one, yeah. only because I didn't think anybody wanted, would bring him back to the Texans. Yeah. I, and I like Kevin. That was, Kevin's a nice. No, guy, I, I like Kevin. I just yeah. it's not. I'd take a shot at Kevin Johnson for a buck. Well, you've got four dollars to spend. <laughs> me and you you both. can have four Kevin Johnsons, but I can only have three players. Yeah. No, yeah, you can have yeah, three players. So you've got round. one pick. Yeah. So you've got one left. And I would have money left over. Do I get to, like, go to lunch? No, we're, <laughs> oh. we're getting you in a second. All right. Kizzy Alexander, probably more of a nickel type, mm-hmm. thick, strong, played at Clemson. Okay. I think he's better served on the inside, so if he's healthy, I think it's a good pick, Drew. Oh, all I right. I think it's Thanks. really good for Thanks. $2. Well done. I got sacks in an inside corner. You got Shaq Barrett, Jordan Phillips, McKenzie Alexander. Defense, defense, defense. All right, my last pick. That's pretty interesting because we have only spent – Money on one offensive free agent, and that was me. That was Mark. That was you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, tells, that shows you uh, how Mark's lean. Mark, Mark you got four dollars to spend. I have four dollars. I'm going to use all four dollars here, and I'm going to squeeze the last ounces of football out going. of Devin McCourty, <laughs> because, and I know, like you're thinking, safety. How much do you need one? Is that, look, I need Devin McCourty on my football team. He's a leader. He knows everything about this whole culture here, and uh, I want to. Um, I want to get something out of him. Because, so hey, let's go. Jaleel Adai might not be back. He was a one-year deal. One-year you know? deal. And, uh, and, we, and Gip was banged up a lot of the what, year. What happened, at the end? The shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. what happened at the end what of the season? What happened at the end of the season? Safeties. Got hurt. And at $4. That's a bargain. That's a. I think that's a pretty good bargain. Mm-hmm. That was You You found one of the Easter eggs, Mark. Yep. Oh, <laughs> one of your little there. plants. Dang Johnny it. Johnny had some plants in there. <laughs> I did. It's like, hey, Tom Brady for a dollar. <laughs> Wait. Uh, you know, I threw it in there. I mean, why not? Okay. Uh, Drew. No, Drew, you're done. DP, you have three, have $3. Dollars to spend. So just so people know, here are the, here are the players the in the $3 eligible. category. Yep. No, you don't have to pick these, but these are the players that are there and why they're there. Eric Ebron, Colts tight end. I didn't think the Texans would sign a tight end, much less a diva like Eric Ebron. Bashad Breland, who was DeAndre Hopkins' roommate at Clemson at corner, had a good year with the Chiefs. Marcus Golden, uh, a pretty solid year coming back off some injuries with the Giants. Derek Wolf was injured at the end of the year. Um, Demarcus Robinson's got some background stuff from way back to college, but had a really good year for the Chiefs. Carl Nassib, another edge rusher. Uh, for the Bucks, those are all at three dollars. DP, what say you? Well, I was going to take Bashad Breland anyway because I like that he picked off Jimmy Garoppolo in the Super Bowl, and I go. like a guy that makes big plays under mm-hmm. the bright lights. So that's what I'm going to go. Oh, with. I, Why are you laughing? Thought, this I is a solid said, argument. The bright lights. you were going to, and then I was like, no, okay. I'm going to because now, oh, okay. now that you tell me that he was Hop's roommate, I feel like we could write some fun stories, and these would be some great interviews. And I'm always thinking of HoustonTexans.com. That's all you care about. Keep content mm-hmm. over here. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So I'm going like to end it with Rashad Brinley. He was a three dollar. He was three dollars. He was three dollars. I spent all my money. That was a bargain, right? That that was an Easter egg, right? Yeah, maybe. I think. It's I think Rashad had a good end of the year. I don't know if he's been consistent enough that I would want to spend six or seven dollars on him. So mm-hmm. that's why I put him at three because he's kind of 
He's been teetering, but he did have a good finish to the year, and he did intercept Jimmy Wait, Garoppolo. Wait, did you use all your money, Drew? Oh, yeah, of course. Yes. Okay, DB Definitely. used all the money. Johnny, how much do you have left? Uh, I have $4. I've spent it on $7, James Bradbury, $7, Bud Dupree. I have $4 left, and I am going to spend it on a guy that I'm going to play at guard. Mm. Um, I don't know what I don't know what the status of Zach Fulton will be, and I know this guy was here for a visit because I met him at the combine. I met him at the Senior Bowl. Oh, back in the day. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. So Johnny I Manziel? do know that there was interest, and it was not in Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel is. <laughs> I would have to give you money. I'm gonna take Graham Glasgow from the Lions. I thought maybe at four I was putting him a little bit high, but I thought you know what? If I get a guard center combination, tough guy, push people off the ball a little bit, I'm gonna feel pretty good about that. That's so. a plant too. Not really. We're not letting you do this anymore. <laughs> We're doing the next one. <laughs> really. We will assign value. So and we'll do it by story content ideas. <laughs> I love it. Well, I think Graham. <laughs> hey, Graham Glasgow's got one of the best stories ever about how his grandmother came to live with him his senior year at Michigan. Oh, really? Oh, yes. It would be a thing you really don't want to have great, happen. Great story. That's a sitcom. It's a great. Story. It really <laughs> is. It really is. Uh, so here's what you did. Drew started us all off. He drafted outside linebacker. And pass rusher extraordinaire Shaq Barrett of the Bucks for eleven dollars. Jordan Phillips from the Bills for five, and Mackenzie Alexander to the Vike from the Vikings for two. Then Mark drafted Chris Harris Jr. of the Broncos for eight bucks. Robbie Anderson for six, and Devin McCourty for four with a nice little Easter egg bargain right there, getting Devin McCourty. Although thirty-two years old, drafting the same draft right. as Cream Jackson. Okay. DP drafted eleven dollars. Uh, put $11 into Matt Judon of the Ravens, $4 for Eli Apple, the Saints, the former first-rounder, and $3 for Brashad Breeland. I finished up with $7 for James Bradbury, the corner from Carolina, $7 for Bud Dupree, the edge rusher, and $4 for Graham Glasgow, the center-slash-guard, guard-slash-center, depending on where to put it, with the Detroit Lions. Everybody, nice job. You spent all $18. Very All nice. 18. Your mom, would your mom be happy with that, DP? My mom would be actually ecstatic. She would but be buy, budget. You didn't buy any shoes, though. Yeah. No shoes. She'd be like, where are the shoes? No mm-hmm. shoes. Have to do it again. Maybe we'll do one more pick. You'll, nah, get, the You'll get the a, shoes. You'll get the shoes. You'll get the shoes in the form of AJ Boyer when he gets cut. Yeah. Bring him back to Houston. So Ooh, good. I was a little surprised nice that nobody just went all in and said, you know what? I'm taking one of the Jones boys at 15. I was, t- I, was I was tempted. Tempted. I was tempted. Were you? Yeah, I was. T- I was tempted to take just blow Byron. Out one player. Yeah, just do it. Just go all in one mm-hmm. player. Pretend money. It's not even like it's. Well, because money. look, in reality, in <laughs> now rea- your mom would not be proud. I of think you. here, the the likeliest thing. I think it's more likely that they don't sign a high high price free agent. Right. I think if they do, it'll be one. You know, one top of the market or near the top of the market right. type player, and then they'll fill in the slots with guys like that won't bust a marquee, but could end up being really helpful, like a die or fells or whatever. I mean, I think that's what we really did, all mm-hmm. of us really. I mean, I think we the the philosophy was with Shaq Barrett and Matt Judon. Hey, these are guys that aren't. It's kind of the the Jonathan Joseph philosophy. Hey, it's not Namdi Asamoa, but you're going to get really good value for these mm-hmm. two guys for a little bit less expensive price than you would pay for. Namdi Asamoah and these what? guys. And didn't Asimwa, he only last like a year? Yeah, year or two. Yeah, he's on Broadway now. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, you have you have a chance to have a Broadway actor on your team. Well, that would have been ten years ago though, so I yeah, don't know how been. that would play out right now. Don't have to worry about that now, gang. Excellent job. Thanks, Thanks Johnny. Johnny. Let's get into our last segment with the In the Lab crew. Me and Drew We've got a few things going on about the combine. A couple of our favorite stories happened there in Indianapolis. We'll do that next on Texas All Access. 
We got one final segment on this Wednesday evening from the Hyundai Texans Radio Studio. I'm your host, John Harris. If you didn't hear earlier in the show, we had the news about Brandon Dunn resigning with the Houston Texans. Great, great, great news for Brandon Dunn to be back with the Texans. Sources say it's for three years, so great to have him back in the fold. And as Drew tweeted earlier, the ox cord stays. You don't know what we're talking about? Well, you need to listen to Texans All Access a little bit more. Speaking of Drew, the In the Lab crew, great In the Lab this week. You can check it out on YouTube, In the Lab. You can also get it where fine podcasts are delivered to you. But we spent uh, our time on any number of things, but we closed with a few combine stories. As we like to say, it's In Lab story time. And I started off. So 2016, we were still in the West Club at Lucas Oil. And radio tables running outside. Everybody else was just shoehorned into, like, one big old suite. Yeah. And this, I mean, people are just shoehorned in there. And it's it's wild. Like, there's a thousand people in there. I don't know how people are in there. Well, they've got three podium setups, and then they've got a bunch of tables. Now they've got – we're in a convention center, so we've got a lot more room. So they've got, it's like, about a eight, dozen podiums. Yeah, there's, like, eight to 12 podiums. So they put a lot more people up at the podiums now. And then they still have the tables where you can go and talk to people that are maybe not as well-known or people don't think are going to be first-round picks or whatever. So they only had three podiums at the time. And so the tables, that's that's the players at the tables. And so I would just kind of go sit at a table and just listen for a while. And so I was at a table, and Tyler Irvin was talking. Mm. Remember Tyler Irvin, former yeah. Texan? And Tyler Irvin was talking. And this guy, I can see kind of the corner of my eye, this guy just kind of rolled up. And Tyler finishes the question. He just blurts right in. He goes, Tyler, what are you going to run the 40 in? What do you anticipate running the 40 in? Like, what's going to be your 40 time? And Tyler's like, oh, man, you know, I, I hope to run, like, in the four twos, you know, four two nine. I was like, mm, okay. So I didn't think much of it. I was like, boy, Ty. I knew Tyler was going to be fast. I see him on film. I knew he was going to be fast, but I was like, four two nine. That's, that's pretty fast. So then I go to a different table. It'll be one of the fastest 40 times ever. Yeah, ever. So I go to another table. That same guy shows up again asking the same question. And there's a few of that guy. Y- yeah, there's right. a few of that guy asking and there's just this question. One question. They go to each table, and they just kind of, it's just like, just one yep. question. And so I, I saw him do that like three or four times. And he's asking these guys, and they're all, you know, 4-3. I'm going to run 4-3. Oh, no, no, no. When I was at training, I ran 4-4. Four, four. So... You know, he asked one lineman what he's going to run lineman to, like, 4-5. Not one of those guys got close. Tyler ran in the 4-4s. I think he ran, like, 4-4-0. So I happened to be sitting literally from me to you away from Will Fuller. And Will, I knew, having watched the Notre Dame documentary about their season, I knew Will didn't say a whole lot. So I was kind of curious as to what he would have to say. And we were looking for a receiver. And so I was just, any nugget that I could pick up, I just thought would be kind of cool. So just kind of sitting there and was just listening. I don't like to ask questions in those things. I like to do it in a one-on-one setting because I like to kind of expand on things I ask. So I was just listening. And Will was good. I was like, well, he's he's better than, you know, he typically, you know, he'd be shown to be on the, the documentary. Like, he didn't even show him talking much. I was like, he's good. He's asking questions and being very, very forthright. And so that same guy walks up and says, Will, what do you think you're going to run 40 in? And without missing a beat, Will goes, uh, 4 3 2. 
He ran a four three one. And he he didn't he didn't say any more. He just said four three two. That was it. It wasn't like I ran that training. It was just like a four three two. And then the next question came. I was like, okay. Next Will gets the point. Two two days later, we had flown home the next day on Friday. Saturday, I get up in the morning and the combine had already started and I missed like the first fifteen minutes of it. Like, dad gum it. So I ran it back without just ran it back and started it. And then my dumb idiot self clicked on Twitter and all of a sudden all I can see is four three one. Like four three one. And then I see the name Fuller. And I was like, he called it. He absolutely nailed not only did he I mean four three four three two, he's off by, you know, a hundredth of a second. I'm like, holy smokes, he nailed this. Every single other guy was not even close to yeah. his time. I mean, completely off. One guy says he's going to run 4 4. He ran 4 6 8 or something like that. And Fuller just goes 4 3 2. He ran 4 3 1 and absolutely nailed it. Well, that's very football centric. That's very Texan centric. Yes. Mine's totally just BS in comparison yeah. to yours because one of the things we all do as a group is we go out to a really nice steakhouse yeah. one night in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And we have settled on this one where we go. Yes. And I don't want to give him free publicity, right. but it's really good. But before we had settled, I don't know if uh, it was 15, if it was 14. It might have been 16 even, but I think it was probably 15, 14. Mm-hmm. Went to this other one. And I don't want to besmirch their name because they probably do other good things, but they did not do this one. I was like, you know, I get the New York Strip every time. I yeah. get the ribeye every time. I want to go with something different. So they had this, uh, it was like a uh, a glaze that they said with a little hint of raspberry and pepper, and I was like, what? Well, you know, I'll give I remember when you did this. I remember this totally. I'll give it a try, you know. It's, it's not yeah. like I'm getting a fish at a steakhouse, which is just right. something only animals do. I get this thing, and I kid you not, it's a nice steakhouse. Mm-hmm. And it was basically this thing that it was covered in was a whole bunch of A1 steak sauce <laughs> with a hint of raspberry <laughs> And it's like somebody said, oh, there's pepper in this? You just poured it in. It's disgusting. Yeah. I remember so I was like scraping it off with my knife trying to eat it. Yeah. I remember that. Jay McDevitt's just laughing at me. I like, remember when that happened because that was, that was the same yeah. night that I got the, the shrimp cocktail, cocktail treatment, which is definitely something that everybody. So that was probably 15 then. That would have yeah, been your, 15. your that four, was my, first one with us. That yeah. was my first one with us. And yeah. I, I remember that because the next year we all pushed for the other place because we went to that other place during the season this place writes like, us this place he's talking about writes us thank you notes they put our logo they and our the names Texans on, the menu. on the menu it's awesome it's, yeah it's it i, I love that place. there's that i don't know if you remember this drew but i saw this after the super bowl there was a guy that walked up to andy reed behind him and i could see him and he looked sort of like tom penders and <laughs> i was like i know that guy that's andy's agent well He's always, at, yeah. He has the table at the front corner, mm-hmm. and I read in an article that he gets that table for the entire combine, and that just basically becomes his office. And he's like, any meeting, they go there. Yeah. Any meeting, hey, meet me at my table at this place. And he gets it for the whole – I'm like, that's got to be $100,000 well, we, Yeah, we, we've, and we've seen Andy Reid there with him a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, one dinner we had last year was like Andy Reid, John Fox, Frank Reich, uh, Zach Taylor with the Bengals. I mean, it was like five or six head coaches, yeah. and they all just kind of cycled into that table. And they'll be awesome. there this year. Yep. I mean, there will be some semblance right or about that. set of them. There it is. Showing the books. A big thanks to Drew, to DP, to Mark, to all of you for listening. My guys back home at Sports Radio 610. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow. And as always, go Texans.